This week's episode is sponsored by the Doors Open Connect app platform designed by real estate agents for real estate agents. Join our growing network and community of professional agents by downloading the app today for free on the Apple App Store. Also sponsored by 1888-SEAN-KING. Have you been in an accident recently? Call directly from the scene. Car accident, bicycle, motorcycle, semi-truck, slip and fall, workers' compensation, medical malpractice, wrongful death, bed sores, nursing homes, misdiagnosed, cancer from Zantac. From the accident scene, the hospital bed, call 1-888-SEAN-KING. King Law, champions for the sick and injured, offices located in Naples and Fort Myers. Hello, this is Deshaun with the Doors Open Connect podcast, and this is my co-host, Rick Haas. How are we doing today? We're doing great. It's a beautiful day. How can you complain in Naples, Florida, man? Uh, I don't. Com- I never complain here. Right. I would complain if I was up north right now eating a salad outside in 20-degree weather. I'd be complaining. <laughs> We're on this side of the dirt. It's beautiful. It's been 70s in the mornings. Might touch 80. It's just gorgeous. You can't complain. It's a beautiful place, people. So uh, what do you get, 1,000 people moving to Florida a day? Yeah, probably more now. Very more, I would agree. Everybody being locked down. So we wanted to, uh, we're getting ready to introduce our next guest, but before we do, we were talking a little bit about open houses and some legalities between uh, a, somebody sitting in an open house versus an actual licensed real estate agent. Yeah, so if you are not a licensed real estate agent and an agent reaches out to you to sit in an open house, there's things you cannot talk about when you're sitting that open house. What are some of those things, Sean? Well, you definitely can't talk about anything that's not public knowledge. And if somebody says, hey, that's um, this is a three plus den, if they walk in and they say it's three plus den, can that be turned into a fourth bedroom? And if you're not licensed and you say, well, yeah, you know, that, that right there is uh, wrong. Yeah, you can get the agent that hired you for that event in a lot of trouble. Yep. So it's very important to make sure that when it comes to legal things, you as a real estate agent, licensed real estate agent, um, make sure you inform whoever's sitting in your open house, if they're not a licensed real estate agent, what the legalities are of hosting an open house because you could get them in trouble. Um, you could get yourself in trouble. Get yourself in trouble. A lot of people get in trouble in that situation. <laughs> yeah, Rick. So let's dive in here. Our next guest is a gentleman uh, well-known. We've seen him on billboards. We've seen him in a lot of advertisements. Uh, Got him on YouTube channels. I see him on the television set. Saw him in the gym. Saw him in the gym. See this guy everywhere. I don't. I don't think he sleeps either. He doesn't sleep. Many of our guests don't sleep. And he's, you know, he was over the the brunch and boogie at the cars event the other day. And you know, this guy's out there. He's definitely uh, been serving the community for a very long time here, and um, has a lot of knowledge. So we're excited to dive into this. We're gonna go ahead and play a little quick clip um, to give you a, a guess of who it is. Accident, medical malpractice, wrongful death. Call 239. Ah, Sean. <laughs> Sean King. Mr. Sean King in the building. Sean and Rick, it's, you know, I appreciate you having me on here. You know, this is a great example of where the world's going. You were talking about all the TV marketing, the radio marketing, and how our, our newer people out there, the younger people, aren't listening to radio. They're not listening or they're, they're not watching TV. In fact, they're... They can't afford the $200 cable bill, so they can't have Xfinity. And so you're seeing, uh, you know, a lot of the marketing budget shift over to social media and you know, whether it's a podcast like you guys or, or other activities where how are you going to reach your consumers? You yep. know, if you're driving down the road, the billboards are always going to be there. People are always going to see them. But radio, you know, you younger guys, aren't you on your Pandora or your Amazon Music and all that, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, 
Absolutely. Yeah, we were just talking about that when we were driving here. We saw Barnes and Nobles, and we're like, man, oh. books are taking such a huge hit because Audible books are a big thing now. It's nobody reads anymore. <laughs> it's just the same so thing true. as it's just the same thing as uh, brick and mortar stores for you know clothing and and um, you know malls, etc. Everybody's getting this stuff through Amazon. Books, no different. You know, it's uh, you got Audible, you've got uh, all these different podcasts, and um, so how. Before we dive into that, tell us a little bit about you, how you got your start into um, law and personal injury, and, and, and are you from Florida? So, I went to Ohio State University, got an accounting degree, then I went to University of Miami and got my law degree, studied law in London first semester, that was great, and got into law, and law is a great field, and you know, it's, it's really important because you actually do help people every day. People have problems, and there's a million laws out there. Like, in every lawyer doesn't know every law. So that's part of it, too, where you want to f- hire somebody who's, you know, if it's about real estate, call a real estate lawyer because he's going to know a few little things that are going to get the deal done. Right. You know, versus like me where I, I know personal injury and, and the things that are important for that and, and how to help somebody and prove the case. And So let's start, let's start from the beginning. Let's talk about when you went to law school. And what was your experience there at law school? Is this something that you knew you wanted to do, you know, from a young age? Like, of course, when we were growing up, we we're like, we want to be a firefighter or a police officer. Is this something you knew or how did you, what directed you towards being a lawyer? I think you finish school and you look at, you know, the careers out there. And, you know, when you go to law school, you know, you don't know whether you're going to end up being a, a tax lawyer, a divorce lawyer or any kind of lawyer. It's, you know, so you try and find your passion. You try and just continue the path is, you know, in life when there's that fork in the road and you just keep looking at the best way to live a good life and have a great time and, you know, help people and, and be successful. And I think like you guys, five years ago, you weren't thinking, I'm going to do a podcast. You know, you had no idea. Nope. Two years ago, we weren't. <laughs> <laughs> and, and five years ago, you're like, okay, what are we doing now? You might have your own, you know, TV show or online show. It's just, uh, you know, the world changes so fast now. It's yeah. insane. It's like anti-collision cars. I do a lot of car accidents. Well, since uh, 2015, 16, the Mercedes and the Volvos have anti-collision. So they're stopping. They're not rear-ending people, people that are cutting in front of them. So even your uh, you know, your Mazda 3 Series and all your smaller cars and, and more affordable cars have it now. It's like a, like a seatbelt. So uh, in five years, there's going to be a huge uh, supply of used cars with anti-collision so no one's going to hit anybody and so you, when you look at you know oh, there's a million car accidents a year it might be down to a hundred thousand whatever it is you know whatever that number is you're going to see a, a complete reduction in that has has tesla helped out in that reduction I was just as far as their that. automatic driving and all that stuff because that's kind of scary i was on the highway a few days ago and i looked over and i was like oh there's a tesla but i just it was a young kid driving it texting yeah, yeah. with the auto drive on i'm like i i don't think i could trust that myself so that's a good point. And on certain roads, you know how they have the uh, the dash marks that kind of go across the road? Yeah, yeah. And so if you're coming like this way and the dash mark starts to do that, the car, instead of going straight, might, might you know, swing over a little bit in that intersection because there's not like that straight away, you know, straight lines. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's not a perfect system. I think the car also tries to monitor the car in front of it to try and stay with that car because you'll see it kind of because I you know I do uh, I drive a Tesla and I think it's a great product but you gotta you gotta have your hands on the wheel. Yeah, that Actually, scares me. That scares me a lot. Yeah, <laughs> I looked at him. I'm like, man, your car better not mess up because I'm driving next to you right now. 
and it can. I mean, any anything can happen. Yeah. I remember when those things first came out. I was so excited about them. I was living on the East Coast in Fort Lauderdale, and when I saw the first one, because I followed Elon Musk back in the day religiously, because the guy's just crazy. But um, now they're now they're kind of everywhere, a little bit of everywhere. everywhere. But um, have you have you done dealt with any cases with with Tesla? Absolutely. I, you know, usually it's them getting hit, of course. Mm-hmm. But I think. One of the best things about it is I haven't been to the gas station since I bought the thing. Wow. Okay. So it's interesting that you don't go get gas. Hmm. Yeah, that's weird. Pull up to your house and you plug it in. But see, that changes the whole consumer mindset when you have that, right? Because the whole purpose of a gas station is, one, you're getting gas. Then you're going in to buy a drink, a soft drink, or maybe something to munch on. Then you're... So it's, it's just interesting that it changes the consumer dynamic that way when you have a Tesla and you just... Again, everything's on demand, saves no, time. No more $2 little Pepsis. Yeah, exactly. So you said Ohio State. Yes, sir. All right. You're going to hate me. <laughs> Maize and blue, baby. That's okay. <laughs> I, love, I love everybody, and that's, you know, that's the best approach to life is you just have to appreciate everybody, love everybody, and just smile. And uh, We have something in common. We, we ran and fled anyway. We were traders. We, we came to the sunshine, the, the sandy beaches, and the palm trees, man. So... Yeah, I mean, everything, uh, we were talking a little bit uh, ago about dash cams. Um, you had mentioned some great points about dash cams. Well, dash cams are important. So if it's you and me, you're coming, you're going to take a left and you're going to say, wait, I had the green light. And then, and, and if, if this person coming at you is running a red light and they might be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. You know, but then like the next day they're like, no, you ran the red light. You didn't have a green light. You turned in front of me. And so if there's no witnesses for you to stop and say, no, Rick had a green arrow or, you know, you were next to me and no, we had a red light and you should have stopped, then that's where you need the dash cam. You know, you've got control of the lane, you've got the green light, and if it's your word against theirs, they're going to tell their insurance company, nope. You know, so you see that happen. And maybe it's their perception too. I mean, because, you know, people, everybody has their own perception in life. You know, maybe it was like, you know, oh, I had yellow and, you know, you shouldn't have gone. So, you know, there's really just these uh, crazy liability issues. Or the insurance companies like to say, like, even if I had the green light and you turned in front of me, can you hit that off? That's good. That, um, that if, if you hit the front of the car, they hit, hit in for, they're like, okay, yeah, we turn in front of you. But if you just a half second later or a millisecond later, you hit like the back door, I mean, this guy still turned in front of you, but they're going to say, well, you're 20% at fault for not in a split second breaking. And so it's, uh, it's really tough. It's tough to, uh, you know, fight the fight. Is that, is that how they judge it by percentage? Like you're more, you're this percentage at fault. They, they start to say, okay, well, great. Uh, yeah. I mean, they're going to say, you know, we feel that you're partially at fault because maybe you were speeding, you know, then, okay. If you're going 70 in a 40, well, then that's, that's uh, yeah, you're partially at fault. Okay. So th- this is relatively random, but it's something I just noticed that's been popping up. And I started seeing it in Fort Myers. I was like, oh, well, maybe they're just doing that in Fort Myers. But now I see it down my road. It's the speed sign. So it was the speed, like, it uh, as you're coming towards it, it monitors you. So let's say it's supposed to be 45 uh, miles per hour. Um, then it starts to flash, right? And then it says 45, you're doing 46, and you're doing 47. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now it's police lights, on top of it. So, I the, I mean, I'm getting confused because I think somebody's getting pulled over or they're pulled over and I, I automatically zone in. I, it's just an automatic thing. I think it's kind of like um, 
what do they call it when you're on I-75 and you're going north, but there's an accident on the south and you just kind of look over? It's like deer in a headlight. You just kind of like look over. I feel like that's even more so a distraction and, and could cause uh, somebody to run into somebody in front of them. I see those red, I see the police lights. Don't ask me why. When every time I see the police lights that I, I freeze up. <laughs> I think everyone does. <laughs> but it, it, I'm like, where's the car? And then all of a sudden, as you, you slow down, it starts to go back down to, you know, 47, 48, uh, 46, 45, and then it, it kind of turns off. Have you, have you dealt with anything with that yet? Well, uh, you know, certainly in accidents, people get speeding tickets or failure to yield on a, you know, a, a stop sign. If you went through a stop sign or it could be other things uh, where someone could be, you know, intoxicated if they were drinking, you know, you know, just one or two, or if it's, you know, where the guy can't even barely get out of the car, or they hit and run. You you see all sorts of crazy events. Mm. Well, it's uh, it's interesting the 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 world that we're here's a dangerous one. Bicycles, you know, all these people in this little bicycle lane, and there's all these terrible bicycle accidents. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, one of the problems with Florida is this minimum coverage, and they're they're trying to change it so that there's like at least some bodily injury coverage. But right now, if somebody's driving with the minimum policy, it's 10 grand for their own medical bills and 10 grand to fix your car. So someone could like really completely kill you on a bicycle and they don't have a dime to give you or your kids or your wife. Hmm. And so this whole minimum coverage thing in Florida, that which they call the no fault, is is, is just, a, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's got to be changed so that, you know, if you hurt somebody, at least someone's going to get a, you know, a small result. Yeah. Absolutely. I didn't know that. Oh, I think it's pretty wild. But on the other side of the spectrum, too, I mean, I, you, you've got a 2,000, 3,000 pound vehicle that's moving in a direction behind you. And yeah, we have the bike lanes and we have all that kind of stuff. It's kind of like, but you still need to kind of have respect at the fact that I still see people reading newspapers on the way to work. You know, I mean, <laughs> you know, as you said, text messaging is a huge one. I think more people. Actually, you might know the stats of this. Is there more people now um, dying from text messages versus uh, drinking and driving? I, I think there's there's some stats actually behind that. I, I believe that to be a huge increase. Yeah, yeah. I've I've been in uh, a car with a couple buddies, and I'm like, Who? I'm in the back seat. I'm on the phone because I you know I'm in the back seat. But then I look up, hey. and the passenger's on the phone, and the driver's on the phone. I'm like, Pay attention. Wait a minute. Who's driving the vehicle? Yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, they're driving with their their knees. Now, what are what are so, so what are some of the things that you specialize in um, the most? Because so, you you you, you have a variety accidents. of things. Medical malpractice. What would you say are those that you do the most fall. right now that you're seeing at least? Well, so we're trying to help people with medical malpractice, and that's like you go to the doctor. There's something wrong, and they do something wrong. And in Florida, if you're not married. Or if you don't have young children under a certain age, even if there is medical malpractice and you died, there's no beneficiary. So you're not married. Your kids aren't, you know, uh, if you have, you have adult children. In Florida, there's no, there's no result. And so that's, that's kind of a crazy thing. You can be like, well, wait a minute, I'm 40 and they killed my mom. Well, you're too old. So that's a... Uh, Really? That's an interesting fact. Like if in, in other in other uh, in other states, you can still get some result. So in Florida, that was you know here to protect the doctors. Wow. And do, do they have caps on it in Florida? Like they 
because I'm from Michigan, and, and actually my, my old man had a, a medical um, lawsuit, but they had a, uh, a cap on it. Um, it could have been the uh, a hospital cap. So sometimes if they're like government hospitals or maybe it was uh, like for, for doctors, was it maybe it's like, you know, 250 grand because each doctor has to carry a certain amount of money, mm-hmm. you know, or be self-insured. And so uh, is dad okay now? No, dad passed away. Sorry. But sorry. no, I mean, it, so it's, it's been from a long, that, it's been, that? Uh, that was the start of it. Uh, you know, he had a heart attack, he had triple uh, heart bypass. And then what happened was he had um, a kink tube, some me- medicine that was supposed to be going into oh. his system. The, the machine went off, but nobody came to fix it. And so the medicine to fix his kidneys was 50-50% known to get, make you go deaf. Oh, and, and so it did. Eventually, he lost his entire hearing to fix his, and he had to have another surgery, gallbladder surgery, on top of it. Um, but there was a cap of like one hundred eighty thousand that we that he could sue for, and it just it all transpired. It, it got really ugly because he was two years from retiring with full pension from General Motors. Stop. And they retired him on disability because of that. So he got half of what he was supposed half to retire with. At least two years. And that affected the whole family. Yep. Mom, yep. you, and, you know, just the outlook for the, for the whole family. That's crazy. And he could have he sued them. But by the time they, 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 you know how it goes, they run you through to, to, to wear you down and try to get you to, 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 you know, admit defeat. So he gave up. And he was like, you know what? They won the one lawsuit, but they only got the cap. And um, there's TV now <laughs> or radio or, you know, Internet. And that's terrible. That's, uh, you know, they're, they're going to sit there and they're going to they're going to say pre-existing conditions. You already had the heart issue. You already had the kidney. And so like they're going to, you know, you and, and what's the jury going to look at? What did he really die of? And right. so it's uh, it's a tough result. That's a shame. So do you have a recommendation then for um, in Florida? If somebody's having something, maybe they should go to a maybe a private doctor versus I don't know, a private... I mean, whatever's on your health care, and, you know, hopefully people have health care. It's uh, just so expensive out there. But, uh, yeah, you know, and people, like, with heart conditions, you know, I assume you're seeing a heart guy, because even if he had that issue, then doesn't it develop, you know, at a younger age? And Well, I mean, he loved his Kentucky Fried Chicken and Donuts oh, and Mountain Dew, so, oh. I don't, you know, right. he was somewhat at fault. But <laughs> Or you see a lot of people that stroke out, and they're like, well, they should have been on aspirin, you know, like, so, you know, are people taking their lotus, or should they even be, because some people shouldn't be on it. Mm. So. Switching back to uh, the marketing and the, and the campaigns, now that you had mentioned, you know, obviously attention is so uh, dispersed, uh, diluted, basically, right. um, what... what are you doing in particular to try to, to you know, stand up, stand out um, new avenues? Are you doing a TikTok? Are you dancing in the suit? No, no. You know, you know, as, a, as an attorney, you try, you know, you, you maintain your respect. And but it's so interesting, like you said, so everyone's on Hulu or Amazon. And so, you know, they have this thing over the top OTT. And so everyone's trying to sell that to you. And then the cost per thousand, because that's how you evaluate. Well, should I be on this platform? Should I be over here? It's called CPM, cost per meal. Latin for a thousand and you want to try and make sure that if you've got X amount of money that you're reaching as many people with a certain amount of frequency. Um, and then are you reaching the right people? We're dealing with that in, in, you know, real estate now, now it's, you know, it's, it's, it is watered down in Florida. Again, it's so easy to get your real estate license here. It's 63, uh, 62, 62 or 63. I already forgot. 63, 63 hours. And, and uh, actually Florida, I just found out is the number one state in, in America 
for real new realtors. Right. We well, have I bet. Well, everybody wants to move down here with those lockdowns and people are like, well, it's a good time to be a real estate agent now. I only have, we have over 200,000 real estate agents, but as we kind of joke about sometimes, which is kind of sad, uh, only 10,000 out of 190 are actually doing something or actually paying attention and, and uh, putting themselves out there. But between Instagram, uh, Facebook, IG, um, LinkedIn, uh, Snapchat, like you have to mm-hmm. be everywhere now, um, no matter what profession. And I think it's, and it's very expensive to do that. Right. Yeah, it is. You know, Z- I guess they, I guess they, for realtors, they use Zillow or realtor.com or whatever they use. And, you know, if you're the master of that, then at least you get the leads and those internet leads are probably just awful. Well, yeah, well, how, how they work is so if, if you pay 20 grand a month for those leads geez. and I pay three grand a month for those leads, guess who's getting the better leads? Is you it are the better leads or is it just more leads? Well, you're getting you're getting the newer ones quicker and better. Ugh. And I'm just getting what I'm getting because I'm paying only three grand. I'm getting all your watered down ones that said no to you. Really? He's That's how like it works. Seconds left over. So whoever pays more gets more. Well, it, it actually <laughs> just got worse. We had been talking about this even when uh, uh, the broker that we're under first started his business. You know, he was like Zillow was in 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 business to put real to, realtors out of business, uh, but they just turned into a brokerage in all fifty states. Wow! So now they are officially a brokerage, and now who do you think they're gonna uh, give their leads to? Even if you're paying them, I guess they're they're realtors that are on board with them. Yep. But they would still be part of some sort of paid program, or if they're the broker, I guess would they? Maybe they would get a percentage if they're the broker. I don't know. I would assume that's how that works. I don't know. But like you said, the world is changing very fast and you have to adapt and we have to, I mean, that was an overnight takeover basically. Um, yeah. I mean, we did see it coming, but it's just kind of like, wow, when it happened, it happened. But uh, yeah, switching back uh, to, to the law firm here, man. Um, you guys have a nice setup. Everything is, is beautiful. Thank you very much for the hospitality, for having us come in here. You guys are two classy cats, you know, two <laughs> good guys, and you work hard, and you're polished, and you show up early like, like I do. And, you know, that's all you can do is just give the best customer service, and you try to help people, but there's those people out there that no matter, keep talking to them, and you're kind, and they just have that, 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 that mean soul. And, you know, you just have to try and find the nice people in life and help everybody and so I got, I got a question for you, Mr. Sean. And always answer the phone. Yeah, yeah always answer the phone. Um, so has COVID affected your business at all over the last year? Because some businesses got shut down. Some had to go virtual. Some had to move out of their state to Florida. So um, certainly for four months when no one was on the road, hmm. there was no car accidents. I mean, remember back in yeah. March, April, May, and even June as just a few more came on. Who was on the road? Everyone was staying home for like three months. And so yeah. There was definitely, if you were getting, you know, call it 30 leads, you were getting three, you know, which is good. There was less car accidents, but as you saw, the economy just, just dove, you know, yeah. people shut down and people got scared and it's, uh, you know, I'm not the doctor, so I'm not going to opine like other people onto, you know, what's real or what's not real. I mean, it's definitely something's real out there and they're just trying to do their best to bring bring america back on on focus and have uh get us back to normal now have you encountered any cases because there's there's some crazy cases going around where someone would get in a car accident die and they'd be like well that was because of covid i've been seeing i see that i saw that a so few if they times. went to the hospital and like caught covid no they went to the hospital like and the er like a lot didn't. of people didn't want to go to the er they're like yeah. i'm not going to the emergency room because i don't want to catch covid and, the, and there's an absolute truth to that because you can catch it anywhere they say yeah because i saw i saw some some articles um from around the country of 
people drinking and driving, getting into an accident, um, dying from it. And then when they did the autopsy and everything, they found COVID in their system. They're like, well, that was also COVID related. Have you- so they marked it as COVID versus saying, oh, he died of a a brain injury no no of yeah, like drunk driving yeah. right oh. they'll say oh well it's covid related so even though he was drunk he had covid too have you dealt with anything like that or seen that because i've seen a few articles around the country i didn't know if it was real or not but i'm like i don't know i think it was the alcohol that did it not the covid <laughs> like he was too intoxicated and hit his head or i mean it definitely uh you know the calls i get are you know there was someone from prison that called and said wow they weren't they weren't protecting us and so now you know a whole cell block caught covid because they weren't spacing him or something so you know I've, i got one of those calls but you know if you caught it and you got over it then you're not damaged and that's the whole thing about uh call it medical malpractice is what's your damage mm. like if you go in and you caught an infection and they cut off your pinky toe well is that worth enough because you know medical malpractice is so expensive to 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 sue and get the experts and it's such an expensive case that they have to be worth you know three four at least three or four hundred thousand dollars to to move forward with the case you know do they you know do they have to because when you go to the hospital they're always like okay you're going to catch c diff MRSA, and all these other things and then there's just a risk of catching it so it's like you know that's not the malpractice itself is when you're saying well i caught an infection there well it's kind of like it's just so rampant everywhere mm. and now everyone in the hospitals are catching covid so it's just like that that additional infection that's just terrible out there mm-hmm. yeah. but the case for med mouths like i'm saying it's like you have these people and like something did happen it was a call it a minor car accident and it's that's not enough even though something did happen where you can afford to litigate the case it has to be unfortunately just those major cases that you can maneuver yeah yeah and then it's up to the jury the juries are out there and you know they've got to believe your case like you said like your dad's case was like you know their defense was well you know, he had the heart condition, he had the, you know, the liver issue. And so it's like, you know, you, the jury, you, you're right. They're fighting that. And the jury might be like, well, he was going to die anyway, you know? And so it's, it's such, such a shame, you know, because yeah. something did happen, but it's, and that's where it's like, all right, well, we better just settle for this. But I mean, what a, what a terrible event, like in life where you're saying like, he was two years from getting, you know, full, full throttle pressure, yeah. and, and, it, and it just killed everything. And he went deaf and he was basically, deaf. uh. Yeah, I mean, How about all this Zantac or, you know, let's just call it, you know, renditidine, you know, like whatever it is, you know, you have to, uh, you know, there's just products out there uh, that, you know, like the lawn spray chemical that caused people to get. Oh, yeah. You know, well, my cancer. grandmother, they're saying she died from that, from uh, uh, Roundup. Yeah. Uh, the Roundup, some, some chemical in the Roundup. Right. They said she had to have drank it, which was really weird. She, but she, she was Holy a, crush. That's, she, that's she, insane. She was a farmer, though. So she was up every morning. Using at, it. Yeah, all the time. Yeah, yeah. Up at four or five o'clock in the morning every day, her and my grandfather in Alpena, Michigan. So definitely very country. Cows, cattle, all of that stuff. But uh, that's crazy. They never, we never entered in a ca- uh, class action lawsuit. It was just weird because she had no bone marrow and it, it all happened suddenly. It was all over like a course of a month and she just was so weak and it's weird. But, um, but yeah, no, there's a lot of that stuff going on. Um, with your with your practice, what what separates Sean King one eight eight Sean King one eight eight? Thank you, sir. What what separates you from the uh, the competition and other personal? I'd say when you call, you know, you get to talk to me. You know, whether it's the first phone call, always. You know, I'm I'm trying to make sure that I'm talking to somebody, seeing if it's a good case. Uh, other places are more of a mill, and you're just going to get launched to some, you know, call center where you're not going to get patched through to a lawyer or an intake person, you know, 
versus, uh, you know, so I try and make it real. I try to answer every call and try and just explain to people, you know, because it's not a thousand calls a day, but it is a lot of calls. And you try and evaluate, can I help this person? And, and not, Now, what's the, what's the process of, let's say I get in a car accident. Um, are you the first person I'm calling? It's a good idea. Well, then you, want a, the, you want a police report. So, I, you know, yeah. you definitely want to make sure that, hey, you need a police report. He rear-ended you. You want to make sure. A lot of people are like, oh, here's my insurance, and they'll give you the insurance, and then you call it two hours later when the cop left, and he wrote down that insurance, and it's like, well, well, and this happened uh, This happened to us where they didn't make their payment. You know, not everyone can afford their, their car insurance, and so there was no coverage for, the, for, the, uh, for them causing the accident. And so what's, what's my process after that? I've called the cops. Get a police report while they're there. Maybe you're like, hey, you know what? I need it because you want to get a rental car, right? So you're like, all right, call your insurance. I need a claim number. And, you know, hopefully they're willing to do that and admit, you know, at that time. And now that, I, now that I'm calling or you. a recorded statement if they're like, okay, I'm sorry I ran the red light. So they're not like changing their story later. You know, it's just yeah. like, it's crazy getting a witness. Did you see that guy run the red light? Like it's, and then, yeah, you call me so I can explain to you, know, Get a copy of their uh, insurance card, their driver's license, you know, and, uh, you know, copies of, of the vehicles, you know, so that you can kind of, because later on you're like, well, I need, you know, you need to prove what your damages are. And then do you set up a consultation after that where you meet with them and talk with them? And how does that work exactly? Yeah, yeah basically they, they call in, we discuss, is it something that, you know, I can help you with? And, you know, we meet with them, we get them signed up, you know, during COVID, a lot of people are, you, you know, they don't want to come in so you can do, you know. The uh, electronic signs, emails, you send them the documents, whatever their comfort level is. But, you know, you just try and give them the right information and, and get them going. You know, are you injured? You know, if your skull's cracked open, then, you know, then obviously the ambulance is going to take you away and help you out. And you know, It's just bumps and bruises. And sometimes people don't feel things till a few days later. Now, did you did you have to uh, be like us and get good with the uh, the Zoom calls? Yeah, because of COVID. Well, a lot of the you know a lot of the courts went to Zoom. Yeah, yeah that's right. Yeah. I, what what was that like? How how were you here in the office when you were, yeah, on the Zoom call at court? I mean, you can do you know on your phone, yeah, or on your computer, and you, you've got you know your witness at home on Zoom, and or you've got you know the judge here, and it's just uh, it had to be very very strange for you because that's a it's surreal. It's weird. not it's not what you're used to and it's a little bit harder for everybody to start speaking and speaking. Okay. You know, it's kind of like your turn, then your turn. Your turn. Now, yeah. do you think, do you think that hurt very, um, objective lawyers that, you know, part of their, their, um, personality is being in the courtroom and having that, that strong voice and everything like that. Cause through zoom, it's, it's very it's weak. weird. I would agree. Yeah. Yeah. It's very weak and it's, uh, I mean, it worked. It, and I think it's 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 created a precedence for a lot of things going forward. Is a lot of people are going to be doing the Zoom stuff. And and are you guys still still doing the Zoom, or are you back in court now? I, uh, they're still doing some Zoom. Still doing you some know, Zoom. They did. They came back in, and then they've they've kind of pushed it back. Like I saw some paperwork where they were calling, still calling, you know, Zoom hearings. And you made up a good point about brick and mortar. So what if people are just going to start keep working from home more? Mm-hmm. It was like a lot of the insurance age, you know, adjusters that we're dealing with, like, you know, you, whether it's a Geico or State Farm, and they had like, whether it was 100 or 200 at buildings up in Tampa or wherever their headquarters are, all of a sudden, you call them now and they're working from their computers at home. Yeah, yeah. And so all these places that have these huge leases probably won't get renewed. Yeah. yeah I that just, is. 
I actually yeah. just saw something the other day where they were uh, investors are now in the north, of course, are buying hotels or uh, motels and turning them into apartments now because wow, you know it's it's like the new thing. You know, you look for something, you just it's kind of all renovated already, or you you go in, do a little bit of renovations, you buy it, and then you you can get affordable housing in there, one bedroom, right? Whatever, and a clean shower, and then I guess kitchen like a common kitchen who knows yeah a lot of because especially you know a lot of people you know again it's different it's so different here and and i keep telling myself and i keep there's no way to even know how it is up there yeah i, I keep traveling up there well i i hear it you know that i hear even from my own family members from michigan they're like oh no no you know i just had a niece that was born and i was all excited to go up there and i'm like man i could use a getaway and even though it was cold i'm like i can't wait to see her and they're like no 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 we know how you guys live down in florida <laughs> <laughs> you can't be around us. You can't be around. And it's like, whoa. Fresh air. You know, and it's like, okay. And I was telling Rick, I'm like, man, I need a vacation. I need to go somewhere. Every time I think about leaving, I'm like, where do I go? No, Nobody, aside from Texas, that I know is. But I heard that if you leave the States and you're outside of the country, and this again, I didn't look it up, but it was just someone said this, is that if you, they test you before you come back in to see if you have COVID. And if you do, you're stuck there for two weeks. Yeah, I did hear that. It was like a little camp that you get stuck at, basically. Or I think it was someone who was going to Mexico, and they mentioned that. And then, but then the, the hotels were, oh, don't worry, you can still stay in for a reduced price for those next two weeks. But then, okay, if you're running the business, you know, you're paying on. the guys to test you positive. Yeah. Oh Jesus! <laughs> <laughs> well, you're stuck there for three weeks. That's a month. You know, you can't be away for a month from your business. No, no, I, I got, I got a, I got a question for you. It's, this is always a question on my mind whenever I talk to, um, to lawyers. So, without naming names, without. Right. Talking about specific cases, what are some of the crazier cases that you've seen or heard of um, in your field, and which are the hardest cases? Because you have a variety of different different avenues that you represent people in. What are the hardest cases, would you say, um, are to work? Yeah, I get a lot of a lot of crazy calls. Whether it's like you know, I mean, you've 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 got to get some crazy calls where you're like, I don't even know if we can go to court for that. <laughs> right, like people want to sue. Uh, all the fertilizer companies for, you know, all the fertilizers coming down. Like, That's a huge class action, and it's, you know, messed up billions of dollars and on the beach, and, you know, they want to sue the... the oh, because know, the red tide, engineer. maybe? Yeah, the red tide, and, you know, I don't really get into any of that, but, you know, it's just, like, so speculative to try and point any fingers, you know, so you have those in, impossible cases. Yeah, that, that would be... <laughs> that's a big one. I mean, they've been trying to figure that out for years, and they yeah. still haven't... Or, like you said, you're about, you know, you're talking about your mom or grandma, and then, you know, those people that, you know talcum powder and you're hearing about talcum powder and then you're like oh no that couldn't do anything but then they then they then they you know whether they found marketing or you know things that later on where you know whether you know could it really cause it and did they know it or that you know the tobacco companies people are still smoking and they're like well i got cancer yeah but they've been telling you to stop smoking for you know what it's for 40 50 years now so unless you're like 90 you know before you know and you were smoking before the marketing or before they told you to stop for the Surgeon General label. Right. That's yeah. right on the side of every single cigarette box. <laughs> or some of the product liability cases where it's like, you know, like you said, this causes you can go deaf. Well, the moment they put it on the box, you're not going to get it. But if you're that person, you know, five years ago that took it and that happened to. Yeah. And, and so I, go what, are, what are some of the hardest cases that you... Um, children. Yeah. Children. Yeah. Okay. You, injured children's the worst. Man. Yeah. It's just... You don't want to see that, you know, that's yeah. just, that's just, that's, that's where you cry. Cause you know, that's the, you know, when you're talking to a mom or dad and they really have like an injured child, that's, that's the sad. 
Yeah, it's got to be heart heartbreaking. Just, just everything, you know, because people do get hurt. Yeah. And, and even if it's a minor hurt, you know, and even though you're not getting surgery now, you're kind of jammed up every every couple of weeks when, you know, you're back in flames and there's like a real small injury there, you know, whatever it is, or you broke your finger, your elbow, and you're going to have arthritis there the rest of your time. Now, when, when, kids, when kids are involved, like, in an accident, do judges, are they more harsh on the case? No, I mean, nobody's, you know, it, they're accidents. So it's, you know, nobody's meaning to do it. Yeah. So it's like, they, you know, they didn't know the kids there. It's just, uh, and they're just trying to prove injuries on kids. Yeah. Do, do those do those settlements end up being bigger settlements because kids are involved? If there's insurance there, you know, yeah. you've got, uh, yeah. you know, the, the things are like, you know, if somebody, if somebody dies, what's that? You know, they try and figure out what's that dead person worth? What did that dad, how much did he make to pay for his family to live, you know, for X amount? He would have lived 20 more years and made X amount of money versus what if he, a young child that's injured and now they have a brain injury and then you have to make, you know, help that kid get from 10 to 80 and you're going to have to, you know, for 70 years, you're going to have to help that child through life. So those are, you know, larger injuries and it's just, uh, so those are the harder things is when you have to look across and try and, like you, like help talk to your mom or you about, you know, look, these are the, this is the best we can do, or this is, yeah, every, yeah. Case, every case is rough. So tell us about your, your team here. What, uh, what, what kind of support system do you have behind you? And then locations, are you, are you just yeah. so, Southwest Florida? Southwest Florida. Okay. Yeah. You know, it's just hard to, hard to manage above that, you know, from Marco up to almost, uh, almost Sarasota. And so I've got, you know, teams of people helping me out and, and two offices centrally located and then, uh, but it's, you know, it's such a different, it's, a di- it's such a different vibe than it was 10 years ago where everyone had cable, where you're seeing certain areas, they're not watching TV, the younger people, anyone under 40. So it's, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't have cable. I have Netflix. That's it. That's it. That's all I, I need. And they don't have, do they have, uh, they don't have any advertising, right? No, no not yet. They will eventually probably. <laughs> I, I think, uh, uh, Prime does. Prime has some and Hulu, but I mean the whole thing again. It's 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 such, like you said. It's just so weird. It's um, you know, I, I don't know. They, it's like again when we talk about brick and mortars, movie theaters, you know, going out of business. It's like I don't know. You used to know what to watch when where. Now, you know, the actors are diluted because it, you know they're getting deals with Hulu. You can you can watch the show on this one. Then you got to watch this show on Disney. Then you got right. Netflix. Then you've got. And they're all doing their own shows. They're all doing their own thing. And, and it's movies. like, I have, you know, so you need 10 different subscriptions yeah. <laughs> almost, right? Just to, just to see it. And as you said, I mean, I guess, um, aside from social media, word of mouth is probably kind of the only way. I mean, it's key. It's, it's very key. It's the, it always works. Or, yeah, or, or you said bill, billboard signs. Um, I, I don't even listen to radio. Or, I got Pandora. Someone on the uh, you know the street corner. Yeah, the sign spinners the sign. are very sign spinner. Yeah, so it's almost kind of like you're even with all this technology, kind of going backwards now, right? You gotta just be in people's faces a thousand times. That's exhausting. Yeah, <laughs> so I do that all the time. So what's so I'm what's everywhere. next? What's next on the agenda with what, in, in five to ten years? What what would you like to see happen? And uh, with the firm and and so my company, you know, we're gonna we're gonna continue to do a great job for you know our injured clients in the injury industry, and we're gonna. You know, after you're going to expand into other, other, th- you know, the uh, other things that are, uh, that people need, you know, they need, uh, you know, what something that's growing in Southwest Florida, as you said, real estate, are, real estate law or, or your estate, estate planning law. People need their wills and trusts and, 
you know, to resolve those issues. And so, you know, but that's, uh, do you, do you plan on venturing outside of Southwest Florida, maybe to the other coast of Florida or Northern Florida? I think, I think it's easier to, you know, maybe expand the offering versus trying to, you know, thin it and do a franchise. Some of these larger firms are, it's almost a franchise where they like, you buy into the marketing and, and you're just part of a system. Yeah. You know, you kind of like a, a conglomerate of like you corporate know, corporate yeah. shares, you know, yeah. without naming names of, you know. Oh, we have, we have names in it. Our yeah. name. <laughs> we know what you're talking about. <laughs> and then, and then there's these other guys that are out of towners that are all of a sudden, you know, when you're talking about your market share, increased competition. So the people, you know, win a big case, maybe they're just, like you said, they're trying to come over from the East coast, but they're really not West coast people and they have a different, system and maybe they're not maybe they're not as nice as yeah, my people, company people don't understand that east coast and west coast of, coast of florida are worlds. complete opposite worlds even though we're west in florida coast, uh, we're nice people 100 miles se- separates us but it's west coast and east coast of florida way different so i have another question i have i have a bunch of friends um that have either went to Abbey law school here in naples or are getting ready to go there um or some other law schools around the country as well what advice would you give to people looking to get into law as far as maybe, I don't know, maybe studying tactics in school or um, what advice could you give them when they maybe they just passed the bar exam and they become a lawyer and now they're like, what's next? What do I do? What, what advice would you give them to kind of like save them said, time? There's a lot of realtors out there and there's a lot of lawyers out there and try and get a good job with a good company and, and learn a good career. And, you know, a lot of times people want to do this kind of law, but that's the only job they got was maybe at a family practice and they end up having to do that and they get it, become an expert at that. And so they kind of stuck in that groove. So it's just, it's so hard to aim yourself at one thing. So good luck aiming yourself and finding your, uh, you know, your, your path in life because then it's it changes without you controlling it. Would you, would you recommend lawyers, um, maybe becoming public defenders right away and working that. That's before. good practice. You know, they, they learn yeah. a lot of good stuff and, uh, it's not, yeah. nothing like doing, right? You just gotta, you gotta get out there and do it and take, uh, you know, sometimes they gotta take the smaller job to, to get the uh, experience. Yeah. And now, uh, and so, so you blew up down here in Southwest Florida. Um, I remember, you know, growing up, I grew up down here, middle school, high school, college, and it's always in my head, no matter what state I'm in? One eight eight Sean King. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. So um, marketing, and as so far that's as an interesting point. So when you look at cell phones, if you mm-hmm. have T-Mobile or Metro PCS, uh, do you have any of those? I have T-Mobile. Okay. Dial eight 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 Sean King and dial the G. That's eight. So if you dial that eighth letter or the eighth number, so to speak, half the phones don't go through. So I, really, yeah. And so, you know, I did a support ticket. So like if you have Verizon or, so there's some of these things you're out there, you're marketing, you're, you know, you're doing your best. And all of a sudden, all of a sudden you figure out this little glitch in the system. And, you know, some people just tend to dial the whole eight letters or numbers. So, so that's, uh, that's something that we're dealing with now. And that's, that's part of why, you know, as I'm trying to get the local feel, I'm like, you know what? Two, three, nine, ask Sean. And then some people, you don't spell it S-E-A-N, do you? I do. Are you S-E-A-N too? No, S-H-A-W-N. Right. So then... You know, they're going to do ASK, and then so I've, I have to say, ask Sean, A-S-K, S-E-A-N, you know. <laughs> hey, he's got the voice, man. Thank you, sir. <laughs> so it's, uh, you know, it's those little things. You're just trying to tweak the system and do a good job and make the phone ring. And now when you became. Take care of your employees, you know, mine don't leave. They're just, uh, they're great people. Yeah. That says a lot about, you know, when you company. 
when you became a lawyer, was was marketing one of your things where like you're like, I gotta dive into marketing real hard, or were you more focused on You start out small. Yeah. You know, just like probably with real estate, you start out small and you try and figure out what works and Yeah. Keep trying. So so in conclusion here, again, yes, thank you so much for um, for taking the time and, and making that happen for us. Um, is there anything else you'd like to share with uh, our listeners or possible uh, uh, people that, that might need your help in the, in the near future? You know, just, just always call yeah. and, uh, you know, happy to answer the questions if I know it. And if I don't, I'll tell you who to call or, you know, tell you where to look it up because, you know, not, not everyone knows everything. They, 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 they really think that every lawyer knows everything and there's just there's just no way there's too much information mm-hmm. oh, out there i've seen some of those books the libraries with big old there's just law. too many laws <laughs> yeah. you know, family law i don't know anything about family law you know nor do i want to get involved in two people arguing yeah I hear <laughs> although yeah. i heard there's good money in mediation well when people are getting divorced it's, probably, it's usually over money or when they have divorced now they have two homes separate homes so they can't even afford a lawyer so it's uh, oh those are those are nightmare real estate deals when they're getting a divorce and one wants to sell and one doesn't it's like oh uh, boy <laughs> so so go ahead and, and plug your business i know we did 888 sean king where can people find you and and on social and 239 ask sean ask sean.com and like i said just just call us we'll try and help you and if not uh you know just be be safe be good out there and you know god bless you all good right luck. good luck to everybody well we're rooting you on here in 2021 i know you said it's a little bit more tra- challenging than two years ago but uh we just got to keep adapting and keep plugging away and again thank you so much for making the time and to our listeners uh thank you so much for tuning in if you guys find value in this um if you have any feedback please do not hesitate to email us you can always email uh, mr king as well um you can catch us at doorsopenconnect at gmail.com and you can also follow us along on social media at doors open connect or on facebook uh doors open connect llc if you have any questions for me you can always reach out to myself or ricky as well and we greatly appreciate you guys continuing to support us and keeping us among the top uh top tier uh 10% of um most listened to podcasts and as it continues to grow um we we greatly appreciate appreciate you guys can't uh, can't thank you enough so um, if you guys have any questions or if you want to see us uh, interview somebody, um, go ahead and, again, shoot us an email. Let us know why. Um, or if you want to speak with us as well or, or do your own podcast, uh, reach out as well. Again, doorsopenconnect at gmail.com. Thanks again, Mr. Sean King. And, Thank you. Stay safe. And until next time, um, I'm Deshaun Robinson. This is my co-host, Ricky Haas. And we'll continue to keep the doors open so your deals stay closing. And until next time, take care.